to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's your boy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. You know what it is. Come on. You know, it's my honor and privilege that you have taken the time under your life to walk with me on this journey that we call life. Come on, man. This journey right now, life, man, it's crazy right now. You know, you know, I'm in Cali. Uh, you know, we're going to try to kick our governor out because he's terrible. But I shouldn't say that because I'm supposed to be on both sides, but I'm not. I don't care what the other party's political stance is. As long as it ain't mandatory uh, mass and vaccines, like I could care less because all of them, the fleas come with the dog. You know what I'm saying? And then all the stuff going on in the world, you know, just with uh, um, Afghanistan and all that kind of stuff. You know, we've been at World War III uh, for a long time now. So we just haven't declared it World War III. We're getting close. I know it's a cliche. Oh, we get close to Jesus coming back. I know, I know. It's just been a jargon thing. You know, it's getting close to God's coming back. I get it. But you haven't noticed some things is really coming to light right now. And it's not starting to be just a little thing we just say, you know, grandmama, big mama, and all of them used to say, you know, God coming back soon, baby. No, it's getting real right now. And all the people out there that are being forced, the government and the CDC and all that kind of stuff that being forced to try to get mandatory vaccinations. Listen, we're going to be praying for you. And I know it's a tough situation for you to be in because nobody should be forced to do anything. Free will, this is supposed to be a country of free will and of choice. You should be able to choose. And so we're going to keep you in prayer about that. But that's why we're doing this show about principalities and powers and having this conversation because there's a spiritual element to everything going on. And then for those who are joining us for the very first time, listen, just want to say welcome. I'm holding uh, my arms all right now. I'm giving air hugs right now. And if I saw you anywhere, anytime, I'm coming in for a hug. I'm coming in for the real one. So if you social distancing and all that kind of stuff, you better run because I'm coming in. So uh, <laughs> I keep telling y'all it's impossible for us to social distance. It's, it is. It's going to be possible because God built us to be in relationship. We are going to gravitate towards each other one way or another so trust me the way god has set it up it will have its way look at no they some people got mad at me already don't get mad at me we haven't even got into the conversation yet and somebody already mad at me somebody just smacked their teeth they just did that right now i know they did that but it's all good pass away love you and as i always do anybody that joins our conversation no matter where you are in the world listening, I appreciate you. And it is my prayer that God keeps a hedge of protection around each and every one of you, that he keeps you in and keep those that want to cause you any hurt, harm, or danger out in the name of Yeshua. Yes, 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 yes. So let me tell you what this show is all about and what we like to discuss. We like to talk about various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday. 
or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about it altogether because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what you think, feel, or believe, without judgment, we're not made to be feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid, and we can have conversation freely and honestly. And as my boy TV says, the mayor of CBUS, keep it 100 here on This Is The Day with Pastor Way. So before we get started, you know, if you haven't joined any of our conversations, hey, you can go on any of your podcast platforms wherever you listen to your podcast and uh, you can go back to a previous conversation that we have. And I still respond to uh, previous conversations, people going, you guys listening, going back to listen to other conversations. So, you know, you can always find me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at real pastor Wade. And it is me that answers you, not uh, some assistant, not some bot. It's me that answers you at real pastor Wade and Wade is spelled W A I D. And you can go back and, we're now we're on principalities and powers. Before that, we talked about uh, the disciplines of faith. Uh, before that is how to uh, apply faith. And before that, we uh, talked about how to treat one another. Whew, that's major. You can listen to that every single day because uh, how to treat one another is big right now. Um, also, before that, it was the 10 principles for a successful relationship. And then before that, actually, uh, it was in times where we're now and we're going to go revisit that and go even deeper after we do principalities and powers. So, you know, you know what it is, ladies and gentlemen. As we always do in this plane right now, because I just got off a plane. I just got off from Cabo, and I'm telling you, Cabo was amazing. Uh, went with uh, eight uh, couples that uh, listen. We are the rooftop crew, and we simply uh, are there for each other. And if you don't know what the rooftop crew is, you need to read Mark 2, 3 through 5, and you'll understand what the rooftop crew is. And the question is not... Uh, what is the rooftop crew? The question is, can you be a rooftop crew friend? I'm just saying, so go read it if you want to know what the rooftop crew, and you can always find us because we just developed the Instagram page, the rooftop crew on IG. What's up with you? So make sure your seat and tray tables are in the upright position. Listen, any turbulence you feel on this plane is God shaking at the very root of what does not belong on this plane. And if you're listening with somebody right now, look at them and say, you ready? Look back at the other person and say, I'm ready. And if you're by yourself, that means God, his presence is there. His Holy Spirit is there because he is everywhere. Just say, I'm ready, God. Then let's go. So uh, we got into some major stuff with the principalities and powers in episodes one and two. So let me just go over what principality is. It's a, it comes from a Latin word called principatus. That's a P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-T-U-S, also translated as princedoms. That's P-R-I-N-C-E-D-O-M-S. And also it means rulers. And in the Greek, archaea, which is A-R-C-H-A-I. And also when you talk about it in Ephesians 3 and 10, that is from the Greek root. And then also principalities are angels that guide and protect nations or or groups and peoples. I know people don't believe that. You know, it's easy. It's amazing that how people can believe that there is a devil, but they don't believe there is a God. And then when you talk about we all entertain angels unaware, there are angels and even fallen angels. We're going to get into that. 
that uh, are principalities that guide nations either the right way, godly way, or the wrong way. The, obviously, the fallen angels, which is the ones that got kicked out of heaven, the third of the angels with Lucifer, uh, Satan, or uh, Samael, S-A-M-A-E-L, those are some of the principalities that could be uh, that are really driving right now the ungodliness that is going across the world at this time. So we're going to get into that. So, but angels' main purpose is one is to do what God says. Also, protect nations or groups of peoples and institutions such as the church. Principalities reside or preside over the bands of angels and charge them with fulfilling a divine ministry. There are some who administer and some who assist. That's like, hey, sometimes there are angels that are assisting you unaware. That's why we entertain angels unaware. Listen, they make sure uh, 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 nothing happens to you. They make sure that whatever is supposed to get to you, what any a word or whatever is supposed to get to you, their job is to make sure it gets to you. Like uh, in Daniel, angel said to Daniel, said, listen, it took me 21 days because of the principality that held, that was in that region held me up by getting you the word that God wanted you to have that you asked for. So there is some principality that could be holding some things up divinely to get exactly what you need. But it's not that you're not going to get it. It's just going to take some time to get to you. Man, somebody better catch a hold of that. It's not that you're not going to get it. Something could be holding it up. And it's still on its way. If it took Gabriel 21 days. No, it was Michael. Actually, my bad. It was Michael. It took, he said to Daniel, it took him 21 days to, for him to get the word there because of the principality in that region. So listen, I'm just telling everybody as your word today, man, something can be holding it up and it's on its way, but the principality can be holding it up right now. I'm just telling you. Also, the principalities are shown wearing a crown, understand that, um, and also carrying scepters. Their duty also is said to be to carry out the orders given to them by the upper sphere of angels and bequeath blessings to the material world. Their task is to oversee groups of people. They are the educators and the guardians of the realm of the earth. We don't like talking like that. Language like that. You know, the guardians, you know, we like to watch the movies, the guardians of the galaxy, you know, superheroes, the Avengers, you know, Superman and the Justice League and all that kind of stuff. X-Men, all that stuff, you know, these guardians, these heroes, but they're really actually guardians of the realm of earth. And I'm telling you, it's amazing, but Hey, you don't have to believe me. Hey, just keep watching the sun go up and down. You, It'll come to you. You're going to have an epiphany, a poof moment. It's going to happen to you. I'm telling you. It's going to happen to you. So also understand like like beings related to the world of the Germani or germinal ideas that are said to inspire living things to many things such as art or science. Understand this. A principality is defined as a state ruled by a prince Usually, a relatively small state or a state that falls within a large state, such as an empire, the position or authority of a prince or chief ruler, the sovereignty uh, and supreme power. 
And so since we're talking about angels, that's what we're going to talk about, you know, uh, because a lot of people just say they don't know there's different types of angels. And angels, whether you believe it or not, are principalities and especially fallen angels that are navigating through this earth uh, right now, controlling regions that the there's a constant fight between the good angels and the bad angels right now. And God, in order God to get a word through, he has to send the angels that have been assigned to you to get it to you. But there are ranks of angels that we're going to talk about as far as principalities and powers. And it's, this is going to bless your life because in all thy getting, we get understanding. So I have heard a number of well-known leaders in church vile Satan or Samuel or Lucifer. Uh, I have heard these leaders make statements such as Satan is stupid. Man, any leader that says that, man, you need a hug, bro. Satan is not stupid at all. And even worse revilings for knowledgeable leaders to make statement like this is foolishness. Because the reason why it's foolishness is because Satan knows the Bible better than you. I don't care if you, the bishop of all tutus, I don't care if you was up there with Moses and sitting with God uh, right there and writing out the Ten Commandments. I don't care who you are, Elijah Muhammad, I don't care if you're Buddha, it don't matter. He knows the word and any of your religion better than you do. So understand this, to say that he's stupid just because he does the same things over and over again, that's not stupid. What's stupid is if you keep falling for the same things over and over again. Oh boy. It got quiet on me right there. Am I by myself? Man, y'all better talk to me. I'm, am I by myself? No, it, it would seem like Satan is not stupid. It seems like if we keep falling for the same thing over and over again, it seems like that would be stupid. That would be insanity. Understand this, y'all. The scripture informs us that this is dangerous. Satan is far from stupid as he was created by God. Listen, we don't like to acknowledge this, but Satan, oh, Lucifer, Oh, Samuel is still a son of God. Oh, man, that just messed somebody up right there. He is still a son of God because any angel is called a son of God. So understand this, just because he got kicked out of heaven, that still doesn't mean he doesn't be a son. He's a son in disobedience right now. He's a son that's going to have to pay the price for that because there is no repentance for an angel because an angel does not need faith. An angel already know who God is. An angel is a servant of the living God. An angel is a son. So there is no repentance for that. An angel has no choice. And if they go against what their nature is, therefore, there is a heavy punishment for that. By God's grace, we as human beings, because we've been made little lower than the angels, and just above the animals, that we have free will, and therefore, we're the ones that have to have faith. Uh, angels, Satan, Lucifer, principalities, they don't have to have faith because they understand the spiritual will. We are trying to understand the spiritual realm. You got to understand whatever manifests in the physical realm starts in the spiritual realm first. I know that's hard for people to believe, but it is the absolute truth. But hey, don't get mad at me. I am only a messenger. <laughs> Satan is far from stupid as uh, he was created by God. He is very skilled at taking out well-known leaders. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's taking out a whole bunch of well leaders. And then there's leaders right now. I mean, they're doing some of the craziest things, man. Making vaccine protocols, just foolishness. Like, 
there's one church right now and I know the daughter of that church. She used to go to church with me, but they put some vaccine protocols or protocols to come to church in. They put three protocols in there. They said, if you're only fully vaccinated, people can come to church. They said the second one was you have to show your vaccine card. First of all, that's none of your business. Like, uh, I mean, would you ask a woman that went to the gynecologist what the gynecologist said? No, that's none of your business. Third one was they said, we understand people, some people are medically unable to get the vaccine. So therefore, and then also children that are 12 and under because you can't get the vaccine. You just watch it online. Then they had to put reminders at the end, said no hugs, stand in your seat. So that means there's no won't he do it dance. <laughs> and I was just like, so I understand you're trying to do quote unquote protocols because you think something is dangerous out there. And okay, to each his own, you're a 5013C, whatever, 5031C, whatever you are. You're a nonprofit, but you're a profit organization because you take up tithes and offerings and all that kind of stuff. So, but then you have the arrogance to say, just watch this online. First of all, if I can't touch you, how and how am I going to be able to get my healing? So you're also saying that there's no power in that church. Secondly, you've now ostracized or cut off a group of people that God may be trying to heal uh, through your ministry to get saved. Is And it was just so one-sided. And it's not, not, I was looking for God in the protocols and found him nowhere in those protocols. Because what's interesting part about it all, and, and I hate bringing this up, but that's the only thing, that's the major thing going on in this world because it's not about the vaccine, it's what's in the vaccine and what, uh, this is only step one to an end game. The interesting part about it is they say you still can transfer it or transmit it or catch COVID whether you're vaccinated or not. So I find that interesting. Then you're still going to have people wear mandatory masks. That's interesting. So if we still can transfer it, quote unquote, the, the renamed flu back and forth, my question is, why do I have to wear the mask if you're vaccinated? And then if we both can still do it, if the vaccinated people still can transmit it, then why do... Why does it matter who's in the service? Because we're there now. It doesn't matter. So, and 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 then the, my last thing is, where's the love at? Come on, y'all. Where's the love at? God is love. God has built, put us put in relationship. But this is what I'm talking about, a principality. A principality is at hand right now. I mean, the principality is trying to force you. And this is how it's going to force people, and which is a sad thing because I got some friends that are facing this right now. They're in jobs to where they're saying you're going to have to get mandatory vaccination in order to keep your job. So what happens is that principality is messing with your money now. Putting you there, you know, when you mess with somebody's money, y'all do it. Oh boy, we'll do anything when you mess with our money. But this is where you have to make a choice, and either we gonna believe in God at his at his word of who he is, that he's gonna protect us, that he never leave us or forsake us, that surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we should dwell in this house forever, or we're gonna fold. Now we're at the crossroads right now, because everybody within this sin is going to have to choose of what you believe. That's why principalities and powers are so major right now. Understand this. He used a woman to bring down the spiritual giant King David. And Satan has done it time and time again throughout the centuries. To speak evil of a fallen angelic majesty is completely stupid. Understand in Jude 1, 
8 through 9 is likewise also these dreamers defile the flesh, reject authority, and speak evil of dignitaries. Yet Michael, the archangel, is contending with the devil. When he disputed about the body of Moses, dared not bring against him a reviling accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke you. Second Peter. 2, 10 and 11 says, and especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despite authority, they are presumptuous self-will. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries, whereas angels who are greater in power and might do not bring a reviling accusation against them before the Lord. Michael, understand this who is great and greater in power and might than Satan, did not speak evil of him. Michael simply told Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Yet men in the church who are not greater in power and might have no fear to bring a railing accusation against Satan, even though Satan's the accuser. Understand, this is foolish and dangerous. Uh, these people are disregarding the scriptures to their own peril. Let's talk about the first angel, the seraphim angel seraphim you know if you watch the matrix there was a angel they call seraph in there so they were trying to say he was a seraphim angel seraphim means the fiery ones it is the plural word for seraph seraph is spelled s-e-r-a-p-h these angels are mentioned in the bible in as having faces hands and feet each seraph has six wings, four of which are uh, used to cover themselves in the presence of God as a sign of humility. The other two they use to fly. They cry out, holy, 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 and appear to worship God continuously. If you read Revelations, there you'll see some angels singing and they're just saying, holy, holy, holy. These are seraphim angels that continually give God praise and they worship. They are often depicted in religious art. Seraphim are the highest angelic class. Woo-hoo-hoo! There's classes. All right now, seraphim are highest angelic class and they serve as the caretakers of God's throne and continually sing praises to God of holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. That hit me right now. Listen, let's keep going. The cherubim angel, which is plural for the word cherub, that's C-H-E-R-U-B. These are the angels, because we're talking about principalities, and principalities are angels. Some of them are fallen. These are the angels who are closest to God. They encircle his throne and emit an intense fiery light representing his love. Seraphim are considered fiery. Not even the other divine beings may look on them. There are only four of them, and each has four faces and six wings. Cherubims have four faces, one of a man, an ox, a lion, and an eagle, later adopted as the symbols of the four evangelists. They have four conjoined, covered with eyes. Although Revelations 4 through 8, or 4 and 8, I should say, appears to describe them with six wings like the seraphim. It has a lion's body and a feet of an oxen. Cherubim, guard the way to the tree of life. Remember Genesis. And once Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden, it says there was a cherubim there and also had a flaming sword. So even to this day, it still guards the, the Garden of Eden. Yeah, I know we ain't been able to find a garden even, but I think I know that's on purpose. Yeah. This ain't Indiana Jones because Indiana Jones wouldn't have made it. Because that, that I don't know about you, 
But if I see a fiery flaming sword, I'm not going to walk towards it. Just not going to do it. <laughs> but hey, some people will. Also, they guard not only the Garden of Eden, but also the throne of God. When they come to earth, they leave their serpent appearance behind, preferring tall, thin, clean-cut human embodiments. All right now, y'all going to be starting looking at people differently, like, man. Because so, you ever said something... Oh, like somebody do something for you or something like man you must be my angel I'm just asking I'm just saying don't get mad at Pastor Way I'm only doing principalities and powers but this is something we don't like to look at I'm trying to help you get tap into that spiritual realm I'm trying to help you give that discernment God use me as a vessel to get the information to your people also number three is called thrones Woo. I don't know. This ain't the Game of Thrones now. They're angels called thrones. These angels are the keepers of celestial records and hold the knowledge of God. They are sent to earth with great tasks, such as expelling humankind from the Garden of Eden. Ancients are depicts of cherubim as sphinx-like winged creatures with human faces, not the fat babies with wings that now grace greeting cards and book covers. Ophaniel or Rikbiel or Zophiel are cherubim as was Satan before his fall of evil. And Ophaniel is spelled O-P-H-A-N-I-E-L. Rikbiel is spelled R-I-K-B-I-E-L. Zophiel it's spelled Z-O-P-H-I-E-L. They are cherubim angels just as Satan was. So uh, Mr. Praise and Worship himself, he was a cherubim angel. He was a throne. So therefore, all the praise and worship uh, went through and he was also a guardian of the throne. Oh boy. Also, number four, we call these dominions or dominations. Thrones appearance is perhaps the most bizarre of the first grouping. They are said to look like great glowing wheels covered with many eyes. They serve as God's chariots and dispense his judgment in order to carry out the desires for us. These angels in the second choir can exist in a state of transition between the celestial and human worlds. They are considered heavenly governors, attempting to strike a balance between matter and spirit, good and bad. Under the highest angelic forms lay the middle angels. Man, that's deep, y'all. So these are middle angels called thrones. Next ones are the virtues. Think of dominions or as we talked about as middle management. That's what you think of virtues. They receive orders from seraphim and cherubim angels. So there's a hierarchy in this whole thing. Then dish out duties to the worker bee angels of the lower orders. Their main purpose is to make sure that the cosmos remains in order by sending down power to heads of government and other authority figures. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Here we go. So here we go. The virtues, the dominions right here, middle management. So the question now becomes, where are they getting the orders? Are they getting the orders from God through his side of his angels? Or are they getting orders through Satan and his fallen angels? That is the question. And here's my big thing right now. Listen, as a ordained pastor, this is where I have an issue. I'm telling you, a lot of the men and women of God right now, I mean, that we hold in high esteem, they are not talking to the Holy Spirit or 
godly angels. They are talking to, communing with principality angels, and they think it's God because they can't tell the difference because a lot of it is driven by fear. And God has nothing to do with fear. And the reason why I know it's fear, because some of their decisions, especially about vaccines and stuff like that, their decision making, I can tell right there. That's the evidence of it, that they're not listening to the Lord. When a pastor says, I have two Holy Ghost filled doctors that have told me and researched that the vaccine is good for me. That's why I did it. So my question, like I said before, when God sends a prophet, he uh, let's take Elijah and Elisha for for example. He never Elijah Elijah never gave a word, and then Elisha come right behind him and confirmed his word. There was no reason to, because if God sent a prophet, that's enough. He only had to send one. He don't need to send two. When Nathan talked to David. And after David had uh, stole Bathsheba and conspired to commit murder against Uriah, he said, Nathan went to David and said, what will we do to a man that did such things like that? David said, we would kill this man. Nathan said, well, that man is you and walked out, said, peace out. He didn't send another prophet behind that. So you don't need two Holy Ghost filled doctors. You only need really one Holy Ghost filled doctor. And if it's one Holy Ghost filled doctor, that Holy Ghost filled doctor would tell you that the medicine is in your food. Oh, because that's the way God created it. He didn't create it in no vaccine. He didn't create it in none of that. But hey, that is a whole nother story. All of our medicine is in our food. There's no renamed fluid. There is nothing new under the sun, ladies and gentlemen. COVID is nothing new at all. That's SARS cousin. That's H1N1's cousin. That's all of them. They all related. It's been the same exact thing over and over again. Because remember, y'all, there's preachers keep saying Satan is stupid. He's not stupid. Well, we're just going to rename it and call it something else. And then we're going to start a fear campaign of biblical proportions around the world. I want to tell you nothing, something that's stupid. So, you know, to fly out of the country, you got to have to come back because I just came from back from Cabo to come back. You got to have a COVID test three days before and it's got to be a negative or they won't let you back in the country. So my question becomes, if that's true and we're all coming from international, why do I still have to have a mask? Because everybody on the international side that's coming back into the U.S., why do I still need to wear a mask on the plane and in the airport if we all had to have negative COVID tests to get back in the U.S.? Why? That is the dumbest thing in the world. But nobody says anything. That makes no sense whatsoever. But hey, I'm just a guy. Just a guy. Hey, you know, crazy Pastor Wade. I'm just saying we got to think, people. Critically think. There are principalities and powers right now that are advancing the propaganda of the enemy. And we're falling for it. We got false prophets on television. That's your newscasters and stuff like that. They're, they just uh, pump in the world full of foolishness. And nobody can critically think anymore. And then now the church has now been conformed to the world because we can't tell the difference between a principality or the Holy Spirit. Oh, boy. Did I say the wrong thing? Do y'all still love me? Well, y'all, man, this is tough, y'all. Man, y'all need to just hashtag me, man. Say you love Pastor Wade, 
on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. Man, hit your boy up because I know this is tough. I know this is stuff we don't talk about in the church or have conversations about because it sounds too spooky, too weird, and all that kind of stuff. But these are real things happening. That's why I'm trying to talk to you just as a normal guy. Like, hey, don't just trust me. Read it for yourself. Go study it for yourself. Hey, the book of Enoch is great for it because he communed with angels as well. I mean, there's a lot of books about angels. You can be able to study it for yourself. So don't take Pastor Wade's word for it. Just go and research it yourself. And listen, hit me up and I'll tell you where to go uh, and research it for yourself. So we were talking about them virtues that middle managers, they receive orders from seraphim and cherubims. They dish out duties uh, to the worker be angels of the lower orders. Their main purpose is to make sure that cosmos remain in order by sending down powers to heads of governments and other authority figures. Virtues are also are known for their control of the elements. Some even refer to them as the shining ones. In addition to being the spirits of motion, they also assist in governing nature. They also assist with miracles. They are also known for the work encouraging humans to strengthen their faith in God. Zadkiel, which is Z-A-D-K-I-E-L, sometimes called Hashmael, H-A-S-H-M-A-L, is the chief of this order. The next one, number six, is powers, and we're almost done. Shaped like sparks of light, virtues are in charge of maintaining the natural world, and they inspire living things in areas such as science. Science. Real science. Not pharmaceuticals just trying to keep you sick, uh, like with an experimental vaccine that has not been tested that now they're rushing to get FDA approval. And I would never trust FDA as far as I could throw them because, man, they only make money if you're sick. They're not trying to keep you well, but I'm going to leave that alone. They also take orders from the angels above and convert them into the miracles for the deserving. When they make themselves known to us in their earthly form, they are musicians. But you see why music is powerful. They are artists. They are healers and scientists who work with the power of love as well as feeling. See, God is the ultimate scientist, but it's got to be in love. Because physics is a divine thing, no matter how you put it. It's just our humanity gets in the way of physics. So what happens is, with our musicians and stuff like that, why do you think they use a lot of musicians and all that kind of stuff, actors and all that, to get you to try to do something that you don't want to do because you look up to these people? So they have an angelic thing about them. Oh boy, I'm going to leave that alone. The two angels of the ascension of Jesus are believed to have been these virtues. Next one, number seven, principalities. In their celestial forms, powers appear brightly colored, hazy fumes. Powers are border patrol agents between heaven and earth. They are the angels of birth and death. Some believe that they also preside over demons who wish to overthrow the world, while others, namely St. Paul, thought the powers themselves were the evil ones. In any case, powers are a group of experts who serve as advisors in terms of religion, theology, and ideology. The third choir is best known to us because they are most like us with their vulnerability to the act of sinning. Number eight, the angelic beings, the archangels, are shaped like rays of light. Just like a principal in a school, it is the principalities who oversee 
everything. They guide our entire world, nations, cities, and towns. What's more, they are in charge of a religion and politics as if their plate isn't full enough. They are also in charge of managing the earthly duties of the angels below them. But don't call on them to help you personally. Archangels respond best when dealing with matters involving all humankind. They are the first order of angels that appear only in human form. As such, they function among us as pioneers for change in the form of explorers, philosophers, and human rights leaders. The order is most commonly known because they are mentioned by name in the Bible. Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. <laughs> and the last one, and we're done, just angels. They might just be called regular angels. They are guardians of people and all things physical and are the most common type of angels. These angels are sent as messengers to humanity. Personal guardian angels come from this category. Angels may also protect and warn humans as well as warriors on behalf of God. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I pray that you enjoyed our time together as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode three of Principalities and Powers. I thank you for all your support and responses. New episodes will release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific time. Please subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your experience. And also remember, Principalities and Powers are always at work. We got to have discernment and ask God, for the Holy Spirit to give you discernment. Just because you're having a super experience that is meeting your natural, that's why we call it supernatural. Don't always just take it for granted that it's God. Make sure you get closer to God. Understand his traits. Understand his character. Understand the fruit of the Spirit. And you'll be able to definitely discern. Anytime somebody trying to give you a win-lose situation or force you or mandate anything that is not of God because God is a God of free will. He's always been a God of free will. And anybody that tries to force anything against your decision, your will, that is not of God. A special thanks to I Am Music Group, my boy KC for producing this show. Erica Duff for the artwork. She keep your boy looking fresh. Uh, Alex Teamer, AKA Team for the baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell and Lena Bird Miles for this is their intro. They do an amazing job. A shout out to Shannon Jackson and Shay J Entertainment and the Holy Ghost Busters Mobile Ministry. A shout out to the House of NoHo Barbershop, Julian Payne. He's a celebrity barber to the stars. If you're in the greater Los Angeles area, hey, hit him up. He'll make you look super fresh like he do me. Tell him your boy, Pastor Wade, sent you. And a special shout out to the Jewy Woo and the Rooftop Crew, to the Cabo 21, to my man and, and his wife, Teddy and Tina Campbell, for their new single, 21. Listen, y'all better get it. It is completely fire. I love and appreciate you. Remember to subscribe to This Is Day on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade, and Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. And remember to post any subject titles you'd like discussed on This Is Day Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories of what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough.
Victory. Redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This is the Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.